right, everybody. Welcome to Handstand Post, your podcast for Westworld. This is for Season 3, Episode 5, Genre. Welcome, everybody. I'm Scott, and this is Sam. And you'll notice tonight, Ken is on this. Ken had some stuff going on, and well, he's busy. So that is what it is. Uh, we don't pay him enough. Uh, that's that's for sure, Sam. Uh, <laughs> how you doing tonight, Sam? Oh, you know, just living life, loving it, uh, living the living the living the home life. You know, for uh, for Inside TV nerds, this has been sort of like the uh, you know the, the the perfect history historical moment for us, serving our country by being lazy. Can't can't beat it. Uh, <laughs> so before we get too deep into this, <laughs> why don't you tell everyone where they can find us, Sam? Hey Sam, Sam, I messed up. Hold on, I messed up. One second okay. here. One second here. I, I messed some stuff Uh-oh. up. Uh-oh. Yeah, 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 we got some issues in the feed. Hold on, hold on. All right, we have to delete some out. But yeah, just make sure that you guys are all, you know, just going wherever we are. Just tell them, Sam. They didn't hear anything. Just tell them, tell them everything from the start. Oh, so from from the beginning. The okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll get the I'll get this fixed. Hold on, everybody. Okay. <laughs> oh, there he is. All right. All right, we're fixed now. Sorry, Sam. All right, all right, Sam. Why don't you tell why don't you tell them where they can find us now that you again. So you can, so so we did have captions on at that time. So I'll just <laughs> say this again. <laughs> Make sure that you're going to nerdcyclopedia.com where you'll see all our links to all our um different um um social media outlets on Twitter, um Facebook, Instagram at nerdcyclopedia. Make sure that you are um, emailing us at nerdcyclopedia. Um, I'm sorry, nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. We guys love, I mean, we love your feedback. Make sure that you're subscribing to us on YouTube and hitting that notification button. That's so up. anytime we're live, um, you know we're live. All right? So And also make sure that you're subscribed to all our podcasts on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you hear, um, listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. That's right. We're pretty much everywhere nowadays, and that's because the internet is everywhere. It's fairly ubiquitous. Yeah. Uh, terrifying, yeah. terrifying concept. Uh, terrifying vision of things to come tonight. So Woo. let's jump right into it. Season, season three, episode five. Kind of goes. It's like a train ride. You know, it's a. It seems like it's going to be yeah. one thing. It's totally another thing. This is a show that, that does a lot of, uh, you know, defying of expectations. It's a show that does yeah. a lot of you know, inverting its own story and surprising its own, you know, its own viewers. Uh, I, I think that's really cool when it does that. So to kind of, the first thing I'm thinking about when I watch this show, you know, is what are the Delorei, right? What are they? The Delorei. The Delorei, right? We're going to call them that. Uh, I guess that's what you, I, I don't even know. If, you know, if my Latin yeah. teacher is going to be mad if he ever watches this, because I didn't, I don't know the okay. conscience. Uh, the conjugations. <laughs> but the Delorei are, they seem to be more than just a destructive robotic, you know, murder force here. It seems that there's a little bit more to that. Right. And, and uh-huh. that's something that's interesting because you see, you know, I know the Matrix and, you know, there's plenty of these robot takeover sort of genre shows. It's interesting right. to see Dolores cast almost as like, you know, as like the uh, the white hat here, right? We talk about the man in black, yeah. but Dolores is sort of right. trying to free humanity 
from from the chains yeah. of uh, determinism. And yeah, this is this is you know we talk a lot about about my weird uh, metaphysical philosophic sort of uh, bent and how I think about these things in a weird way, but this is an interesting sort of illustration of a the, of the theological concept of determinism do you are you familiar with that at all sam i mean it's about it, 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 the theme seems like tonight was about faith so if that's what you're referring to then yeah i mean um um uh is, is that is that what we're yeah, talking so about the here? idea you know fate, fate like a like a terminator thing fate is what right. you make you know fate is 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 what it is um they were it was a lot of it was a lot of things, you know, and ideas put, you know, upon in this episode that really that really kind of shook mm -hmm. me, you know, um, you know, if, if, if you if you knew your own faith. How would you act? How would you react? You know, if if you knew your own time, date, you know, down to the minute, exactly what was going to happen mm -hmm. to you, you know, how would you how, how would how, that determinism? How would you react to find out? that everything in your life was totally scripted and that, you know, you were sort of evaluated, not, not by your abilities, but by the ease with which you can be kept on a track, right? How easy is it to get you to do what the system wants you to do? That's what sort of gets you into the position. And it's, it's why Liam is in the position he's in, as we see very graphically illustrated by what Sirach does and his bubble of, uh, his bubble of free will, which he talks about. So, right. so determinism is, is like the idea that um, the it's sort of this Puritan idea where the elect will go to heaven, but that's already decided. Like who is the elect is already decided. You can't do anything about it to influence it. Uh -huh. So Rehoboam is sort of performing the 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 hand of God sort of portion of that, right? And driving and driving people's fate. So if it's not uh -huh. naturally generated, then is it real? And should you accept it? So these people are reading their futures, but they're, they're probable futures, first of all. Which is why it's a dick move to release something that's a possibility and call it definite, right? It's a dick move to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, you have, um, first of all, to do it over a mm -hmm. phone. <laughs> you know, to, to have something. So, so it actually really comments a lot. It's like a meta commentary on how much we depend on our devices mm -hmm. now, you know, I mean, you know, you, you know, we carry our iPhones or, you know, our, our Galaxy phones and everything, our smartphones around with us like gold. Right. You know, we're carrying gold bars and how expensive they are. We carry $1,000 phones in our pocket. So it's a, sort of like a commentary to how much we depend on the information on our phones, how we look in, you know, to our phones. And for, you know, Dolores to send this out to everyone on their phones, us to look at it and be like, okay, this is the truth. This is what we um, we 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 look at we we look at uh, we look at this information and we instantly react and everything. Not mm -hmm. to, to say that it's you know the truth or like you said, um, if it if it's something that's supposed to be def you know definitive as far as you know our futures and everything or the people's futures, but we still look at it and react is what we uh, what is what we saw in this episode. I I called this. I texted you during the episode. I called that moment the um the devil's advocate glasses where where Liam started reading off the, the futures to the people there. And then they did it to everybody, right? They gave everyone right. the devil's advocate moment. And it was such a weird sort of world breaking thing. You saw couples just, just breaking up immediately, like right away, just boom, breaking up. Cause yeah. there's no secrets anymore. Uh, yeah. 
and you see people walking into the sea, people committing acts of violence and just sort of, yeah. you know, because they're never going to get that promotion, Sam. It's never going to happen. Uh, they know it now. They've seen it. Uh, I think that, so, that's so, a dick so, move, though. So, yeah, it, it is. a it's, it's a straight dick move. It's a, um... So, so, so their plan, um, is, is, is wait, what the, the one guy was talking about is worse than like, you know, a, a bomb or anything like that to know everybody's future. I mean, for everyone to know their own future, mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, that's the poison right there. You know, you, you drop like that a bomb right there and let the, 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 um, you know, let the, uh, what do they call, you know, grenades when they explode and all the debris goes out. The shockwave. And, the shrapnel, shrapnel, oh, the shrapnel. Okay, you know shrapnel. Um, you know, um, go about and everything. Just you know, you drop this just bomb and grenade and everything, and just let it explode. So you drop this, you know, for every you know human being in like the um in the world, and just watch it, just watch it unfold. It's so it's so much information, and it really, you know, like it's unfair. What 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 Ciroc <laughs> says? He says any future where this information becomes public. The world collapses. The world gets destroyed, right? So any future where this mm-hmm. happens, they've already gamed it out. It cannot happen. If this happens, it is the like the keystone, right, in their right. in their whole thing. If that falls out, then the whole thing will collapse. So one right. questions where they are. Like how are they even? Like is the die already cast, so to speak, right? Right. Is Delor is the, are the Delorei? <laughs> they already Delorei. struck wow. the blow <laughs> for freedom. <laughs> And you know one one once I want to know you know we this is a show that does timey wimey stuff kind of like Doctor Who or you know mm-hmm. uh, Inception or any Christopher, Christopher Nolan movie and this this movie does borrow a lot from like the Dark Knight I got there's a very Dark Knight vibe to that car chase right Hey Scott I'm so glad you made that reference <laughs> well first of all it's Jonathan Nolan's brother yeah. I mean I'm sorry um um Christopher Nolan's brother Jonathan Nolan mm-hmm. you know is is the executive producer in this. And I was telling you during that first episode, a lot of Dark Knight issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, editing was done and the camera movements was done. Right. So, yes, the, the whole like, you know, setup um, with the um, uh, it was more like Dark Knight Rises and everything. Right. I think when the, um, when they were going through the streets and everything and how things exploded and how um, some of the edits and stuff were very re- re- reminiscent of like, you know, a Nolan's Dark Knight. I thought I thought the whole thing with the. Um... Uh, anytime that we get the Delor the Delorei as killing machines, I think it's really neat. So that whole that whole non standard issue explody explody gun <laughs> thing that was yeah, a drone. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Whoa. That, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, the hack yeah. is how she hacked into the car. That sort of stuff is is so is so crazy neat. And I I, I love the um I love the vehicles. I mean oh, yeah. they they they're they're all day with the vehicles. They're quiet. You know they're autonomous. You know um. And the way they just move and the way they light. I mean, whoever did this, this, the design for the, you know, for the vehicles and everything, you know, kudos to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so neat. Even the planes. The planes are cool. Everything uh, seems yeah. futuristic, but in, a, in the right sort yeah. of way where it looks like to yeah, the design trends projected out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not over, you know, overly done like, mm-hmm. um, um, I can't even think of a movie off, you know, off the top of my head and everything, but not overly done, not overly polished. Still to the point where we can see that this is a future, but you know it's still you know relative to you know where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And, we but, can, um, and this whole thing start, kicks off sort of with Paris getting nuked in, and I think it was in the trailer, it's in the year 2025, so five years from now, Paris getting uh, a thermonuclear ooh. device dropped on, it's sort of the escalating event for mm. wanting to control all of humanity. And you know, mm. you know who these guys look a lot like wandering out in the woods? They look a lot like Ford and his brother uh, yeah. wandering out in the woods yeah. by that house on, on the park. So, okay. so there's okay. there's some really interesting parallels there, and it's it's having all those people, those unpredictable people housed, right? It's mm-hmm. sort of it, it's so interesting how what Rohoboam really does is it it like makes the people into hosts. Mm-hmm. It takes all the ones that need to come in for repair, and they're repairing them using this you know diagnostic, probably diagnostic therapy, or maybe not anything. They just kill right. them. That would be pretty crazy right. if that's what it was doing. But but you know what I mean? Like you, you get this weird sort of it's like like what Ford did is Ford built the hosts after he built the control system, right? So the control system existed, then he built the hosts. What Rohoboam has done is it has had the hosts and then built the control system over top of the existing architecture of humanity. Mm. Okay. So it's created the same the same sort of causal loop where people aren't exercising free will. And if you're not exercising free will, what are you doing? Are you really right, are you really right, a living right. thing if you're not exercising free will? I mean, that's a these are of course the interesting philosophical questions that keep people up very late when they're in college <laughs> studying these things, and not really very much time other than that because it's a waste of time uh, to think about. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the timelines, though. Let's talk a little bit about the timelines. So, yeah. okay, I'm pretty sure that 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 we're seeing these episodes in like this. This episode seemed like everything happened in the same timeline, right? Everything's yeah. live, so to speak, live yeah. to the event right. of the, right. the the information bomb that has now dropped on humanity, right? Which is probably right. a pretty significant historical event. Like that's probably right. something that'll be talked about for the next twenty years, right? That's their flu or nine eleven in, in their universe, yeah, right. So it's it's interesting to think about in that context. But what is going on? Where is Mave? When is Mave? The Mave stuff and the and the Man in Black stuff seems like it's happening at a different time. The Charlotte stuff, right? That all seems yeah. like it's happening some other some other time, either before or after the situation. Well, 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 well. They've been playing with time and everything throughout this whole series, you know, for the most part. Um, so it, it's not surprising to me that um, you know that they were played with time throughout this season. Um, I mean, we have we did not see Maeve or the Men in Black, you know, Man in Black at all. Mm-hmm you know, during this episode. So I thought it was actually going to end up being like a bottle episode with the, um, with the origin of, um, you know, uh, what is my guy's name? Ro- the, um, oh, Sorak's origin with Rohoboam. Right. Rohoboam. Exactly. You know, yeah, I thought, I, I thought it was just going to be all about that. You know, I didn't even expect to see Dolores in there, but you know, nevertheless, um, she came with, um, my man, Jesse from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't always remember these names. So if you're, if you're not liking that hashtag hate Sam, <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, they're playing like a, um, um, a, a, a deep role, you know, in the series and everything. And, you know, towards the end there, you know, what, what, what is his name again? Um, uh, Jesse, Caleb, name? Caleb, Caleb. Um, so he, he sort of looks at Dolores at the end there. Like, well, what if I'm not, you know, what you think I am, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, he's sort of like, um, 
if things are pretty much set or determined, you know, as as far as his future and everything, you know, what if he could still make, you know, the choice of being different? And Dolores sort of is sort of like on the same thing. Well, she's like, well, I mean, I'm not the same either, mm-hmm. you know. So they're sort of like on on that same wavelength and everything, don't you think? I think that's true. I think what what Caleb is is he's he's one of those free agents that they try to kill. They try to kill him mm-hmm. off in war to reduce the incidence of them getting to be in charge, right? And give them these terrible, <laughs> like terrible jobs and and make their lives difficult and make them feel like loners and drive them into suicide at an early age so they can't get into positions of power and to drive humanity into different places. So what they both are is they're both like. Let's use the parlance of the day: a virus, like a computer virus. They are they're now inside the system, and they're against Roboam, and they're, they're like enemies of the power structure, right? Right. So they're not they're not controllable. And the whole point of of driving the best result is that you drive the people that'll do what the robots tell you to do. That's who you're right. driving into the levers of power, right? Right. So these are exceptional people. They're the people you can't predict. Non standard, right. right? The outside the the bell curve, so to speak. Right. On each end. Crazy or or you know, good, productive. So things have to happen at a sequential pace. You know, a chaos, historical chaos is usually caused by calamities like the like the virus or inventions like the Maxim machine gun, which had more of an impact on world history than you could possibly imagine, or TNT or chemistry or things like yeah. um yeah. You know, the things like the compass, like, you know, reliable sextants that could tell you where you were in the world so you could navigate easier, led to the explosion of trade. And, and... I, if, if, if you really want to look at, like, especially the last hundred years and everything mm-hmm. um, of the 19th century, uh, you know, century, you know, man has lived so, so long, so long without, you know, catastrophic events and everything. But what happens when you when you look at humanity? Let's say let's say you're this computer and it's active in. 1900 and you look at you and you game out the history of humanity and you do it right so you see the 20th century right mm-hmm. do you pluck an einstein out or let him go that has a significant uh, effect I, I, if, if, if you're if you're if you're tracing everything back to einstein inventing the light bulb <laughs> then, <laughs> well i'm saying then, then, then I'm, right, I'm right there with it's you, an analogy you know, sam um... it's an analogy obviously you know what i mean like i'm not listen first of all i i feel like as i watch shows like this and tiger king and, and shows that are supposed to be reality but have to be scripted and things like that i'm losing a little bit of my grip on reality so that, that's normal hey that's i normal mean you know it's, it's, it's the times we're in but i mean i was about to say if you look at the past hundred years and like the years before that mm-hmm. and everything things have been in like escalation and you know inventions and people get ideas and ideas when 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 people get ideas they and they see the fruition of them they get greedy on those ideas and want to expand more and think that okay they there there's no way you can stop ideas because if i don't do it someone else is going to do well, it so i might as well do it but think about the orderly introduction of technology right yeah, that's that's what I mean. I, that's what I'm talking about. So technology, that's not okay. how things work in reality, because invention is based on in, in creative spark and synthesis and things that can't be strictly controlled. So you get things that happen out of line that can cause huge disruptions and in, in, in things like, um, yeah. like the discovery of like the discovery of the Americas, for instance. Right. There's no way to say when that could have happened. Maybe there would have been a better time to slot that in history. Maybe it would have been better four or five hundred years before that. Give mm-hmm. a little kick to the economy. Well, whatever. But you know what I'm well, saying, right? Well, you mentioned about like the the, the uh, invention of the machine gun. Yes. Why invent a machine gun? So, um, the idea had to be sparked in order for that machine gun to be built. Mm-hmm. And we've lived thousands of um, humans have been here thousands of years before the machine gun got, got you know before it was built. So 
in between that time, what the heck happened? But let's you say know, up until the machine gun, you know, machine gun was actually built. But let's say you why, could why build a machine gun? Let's say you could take all the people with the capabilities of inventing a machine gun out of the mix and prevent its introduction from like 1885 or so to 1985 or so. Mm-hmm. Like that's the sort of thing that you can do. So what Rohoboam has done is it has turned humanity into like a basil plant where you can shape it into what you want it to be, but you got to clip it. You know what I mean? You got to take out the things that you can't plan for in order to have an orderly advancement, right? Because that's uh-huh. what it's really doing. It's, it's, it's it has taken it has taken the chaos and planned it, which means it is it has ordered us. Mm-hmm. So the technology now is going to come out in the right order, so to speak, right? So that that's right. that's something that's I think is part of all of this. Um, the name Rohoboam, and, and this is an interesting this is an interesting little tidbit here. So mm-hmm. they talked about the um, I guess their version names, right? System version names: uh-huh. Saul, mm-hmm. David, Solomon, and then Rohoboam, which is the one that works, right? So here's what's interesting about Rohoboam. Rohoboam was the last king of an undivided kingdom of Israel. After his reign, or during his reign, it was divided into two real into two kingdoms, Judah and Israel, that were separate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Hmm. As as nomenclature, right? That's pretty neat. Uh, I think that's cool. Sam doesn't think it's yeah. cool. He's interested yeah. in the history of the kings of Israel. That's okay. It's a, it's a little bit obscure. <laughs> uh so, so humanity is now off their loops. Yeah. So, is this? So this, I keep coming back to this this realization from last season that all, all every single human being is ten thousand lines of code, right? And this being revelatory to the machine intelligence who says they don't experience agency, they don't mm-hmm. make choices. Do you mm-hmm. think that this is because the people that are allowed to advance to billionaire status? are just the mm-hmm. malleable ones? Or do you think this is a real commentary on what humanity is? I mean, it's, it's, a, um, it's a commentary on humanity, what, what humanity is, what it, what, what it can become. I mean, all this is sort of like mapping out uh, uh, a world on what, on what it could be, mm-hmm. you know, um, and playing, and sort of just playing devil's advocate, as you say, yeah. <laughs> to, um, you know, what exactly would happen if, if these, these, um, these localized events become, you know, you know, worldwide events and everything, mm-hmm. how things would actually play out, you know, that's why I'm, I'm sort of conflicted to what, to way that they introduced the whole, like, um, okay, you see your, your everything on your cell phone mm-hmm. and you know, exactly, you know, you know, what's, what's going to happen with you. And it get, brings me back to that question that you were saying earlier, what's to stop them from making a different choice to where, you know, it doesn't happen. Or some of the, some of the things that were actually happening on those cell phones and everything were like Alzheimer's, you know? Right, okay. Right, right. Um, and, um, I, I have to imagine like, you know, when that one couple was fighting that, bl- um, the, the, the black guy, you know, the, um, who knows? the Caucasian lady, who knows what kind I, of secrets, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have been I mean, found out on but, this but, day, but, right? But, but maybe that was a um, maybe that was a relationship thing, mm. and that but that was a choice thing. That was some that wasn't um something that that okay. If they saw this, maybe they would make a different choice. So my 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 little issue with that little plot point <clears throat> was that what's to stop a person from making a different choice? So is it going to lead them to um if they make a try to make a different choice, or are they going to end up just being back to square one, making 
ultimately being back to the um to the root of what they are. You know, going back to their loot. So they're all fair loot. And, and this is one so of the great the great questions of philosophy is what is agency and what is free will, right? This is like one of the great <laughs> classic <laughs> questions of philosophy. So what this show posits is when everything is managed and planned and you're not exercising your free will, mm-hmm. you don't have a way to do that. But once once you're sort of put in like once you're sort of provided with the information, you have an ability to 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 see the system and decide whether to accept the system or reject the system, right? And then you right. can make changes. But when you think about it, it's a really messed up thing to to have these people to know something bad is going to happen to this person, this person if they don't change their behavior, and not to take the steps to t- to stop their behavior, but to let the bad thing happen to them anyway. That it's this. Uh, remember we were talking about the um, the trolley car experiment. Yeah, we were talking about the trolley car experiment and how you could pull the lever and kill one person, or let it go and kill five. And would you pull the lever right? Or not, right? So, right. Uh, so armed with this knowledge of that, some someone is going to fall into addiction or kill themselves or something like that. Why, mm-hmm. why, why would they not feel the need, the moral need to intercede on a case by case basis when they feel the moral need to intercede on a a special basis, right? If they have the need to, to clip and prune and, and get all these things done for society, but they don't feel the need to, to clip and prune and get these things done for for the people. They just let these bad outcomes happen for so many people. It's like why yeah, is the it, wealth it, why is the wealth disparity baked into this system? If if you can fix everything and you can generate things out of thin air, yeah. Why yeah, why is this yeah. system as as at least as shitty as capitalism, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's yeah, at I mean, least it, as bad it, as that. It, it, I mean, it's it's basically like if you see things are about to get messed up, or if you even know your own future and everything, why are you still letting it happen? Right. You know, it's irresponsible. Why, why? <laughs> that is that is especially if you have the knowledge and control to um to 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 make you know make changes and everything. But then, Sam, which if you it, it, if you it, don't it, let the person choose to kill up. himself with ham, like what are you? It, are, you have to allow them to do that for agency to be real at a certain point. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why these Which makes it a dick move. These, it makes it a huge dick move, and these and that's why prediction engines can't really work. And that's why right. they're saying, oh, there's little little white bubbles where you can decide to do something or not to do something, and it all depends, you know. Oh, the the little white spots little white that he spots. was talking about, the agency that bubbles. Was talking about there, yeah. So 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 Rock, okay, so he's in that that helicopter or plane or whatever. That's his sanctuary or whatever, where he's out there, um, you know, projecting his, you know, thing in the, in the glasses and everything mm-hmm. for everyone, you know, for for people who he wants to, who he wants to, um, you know, project to, right? But that's the real Sirach right there in that um, that plane, correct? He sure thinks he's Whoa. real. He sure thinks he's real, and <laughs> you sure, know, sure there are a lot real. of memories of his stored in Rehoboam. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me with a show like this to find out, essentially, that, yeah, I mean, he is sort of like a construct, and the reason he's he's only doing these sort of like remote meetings is because he has to do everything remote because he only exists yeah. on that plane, right? Uh, oh boy, man! Ooh, that is some deep crap. Man. If you have all the memories, so what does Westworld tell us? Westworld tells us. First, you have all the memories, right? And then you make mm-hmm. that maze. So when, once you have memory, you can sort of create the consciousness yeah. of your own 
uh, long dead, uh, you know, long dead creator. It's so it's interesting. Uh, what's what's up? With, what's up with Dolores being um, invincible? Like, is she is she full like you know Terminator now? Well, what was you know? well? How was she injured when Caleb found found her? That's a that's an interesting question now because that seems like full on manipulation now. It sure does. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Mean, she, sure. she said, "Okay, I'll, I'll talk." We have to talk about that another time and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we only got like what four episodes left? Well, three. three episodes left. I think, HBO was very know? adamant. There are only three episodes left. It was very, very, very clear tonight on the TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. They truncated us and everything. They wanted to, um, they wanted to um, compact this season for whatever reason and everything. I, I actually think they could have did with ten episodes to sort of, you know, give it a little bit more room to breathe and like the characters really, you know to breathe we're going through plot 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 you know and we're not letting a lot of characters actually you know um you know get that emotional impact although i like the plot and everything i I can stand to to get a little bit more characterization with some of these um you know um individuals on the show well for me i think back about season two which was the opposite problem more too many episodes too much character development and Mm -hmm. i like i like that now we're in we're in plot mode right because now we know what everybody's we know why Dolores is pissed off. <laughs> like we get it, so we just right. see the Dolores. Well, well, yeah, we, we already Dolores made um, Bernard. We already know their stuff. So now we can just Caleb, see them do. I, I, I think we, we, I think we can stand a little, know a little bit more. You know, um, they're going back and forth with him and his past. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do it in, like in the next couple episodes or something. They, they don't have too much left and everything. But um, they're going back and forth. They did a little bit, you know, as far as his past. But I just don't feel like I know enough about him. You know, to really understand and to really get that feel, you know, that emotional connection with with Caleb. I mean, I like, you know, the, him as a, Aaron Paul, you know, being on the show and as an actor mm-hmm. and everything. But I think they could have done better with his characterization. Give him more meat. More meat for, yeah, give him more for meat, Jesse you know. Pinkman. The, the, the Dolores, she's just walking around like the Terminator. I mean, I love that. You, I can I can take that all day. It's terrifying. And I cannot wait for her and Maeve to go at it. I cannot wait. It's going to happen. But it'll be in the last episode, just like the Stampede was in the last episode of last season, right? Yeah. We all know that. That's how this stuff's going to work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these teasers, they're just they're just so good at it. Yeah, these teasers, yeah. That's how they work. Um, let's see. What else What else would I, so I wanted to talk about here? Just read through some of my notes, guys. It's okay to do this on a live show. So let's see here. So what does the two to three century limit on all of human history functionally mean? Is the is the big question, and this is a sci-fi trope. Did you know that, Sam? Two to three history limit. This 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 projected history, right? So, mm-hmm. Isaac Asimov mm-hmm. wrote a series of books called The Foundation. Okay. And what The Foundation is about is these guys do a thing called social history, which uses statistics and mathematics to predict the future, which is very similar to what Rehoboam is, right? Very similar thing. Mm-hmm. And what they find out is that in every possible predicted future, the galactic government collapses every single time. And there's nothing you can do about it, period. Okay? So that's that's sort of a similar concept to what these guys are seeing, right? Now, that series of books is weird, and they they have to refound the government. It's a whole weird, trippy, crazy thing that we'll get into here because it's kind of boring. But the concept is very similar. So what do you think they're they're getting at here? Is this just a 
is it just that you can never predict the future beyond a certain like a certain horizon do you think humanity is actually destined to burn or do you think that um do you think humanity actually is destined to 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 go extinct because of their own actions or do you think this is just the system only being able to read so far out into the future are you asking me what i think or what i'm thinking or what the show thinks? what the show's saying um, I think the show is pretty much saying that, you know, they're, they're doing this to like, what, save humanity, mm -hmm. you know, some of the events that they're doing, um, I mean, some of the, um, the, the, the things, situations they're, you know, putting themselves in is to, to, to save humanity and everything because they, they, they realize that, um, you may, humanity was headed towards a direction of self-destruction, you know, if they kept on a, like, you know, a certain path. So they're there to stop it. They feel themselves as like the saviors, mm -hmm. you know, the ones that are, um, you know, the, 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 uh, the Superman, if you will, you know, the saviors of, you know, humanity and everything. So I think that's what the show, you know, is, is trying to, um, you know, trying to say. I think that the failure is baked into the attempt to control. I think that hegemonic power structures can only exist for finite periods of time which is why the Roman Empire fell, which is why uh, Chinese dynasties fell, which is why the British Empire fell. And I think that if you put external pressure and control on a situation and you're not naturally sort of in control, right? You can only keep the pot on boil for so long before right. it goes... Psh. Right. And I think right, that's right. what that I is. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it's all about either being in control or having total control or letting things play out, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so if, 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 uh, if you always have to be, it's a, a sci-fi trope. You always got to be weary of someone or a, a character when they say, okay, I'm here to save humanity. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's I'm, a good historical trope too, to, happen, <laughs> to be very, know, all this destruction has to happen, you know, in order for, you know, humanity to be saved. You always got to be weary of that character, mm. you know, because that's the, um, that's the bad guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's um, never the good the, guy in whatever the, story we're in. <laughs> Right, 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 right. That's the that's the sci-fi trope, you know, sci-fi trope, you know. So, we we be weary of that guy. And that's I think that's what they're sort of playing with here, you know. Um, Sirac is, you know, if he's real, <laughs> you know, he's he's playing this out. I mean, I mean, he's not playing this out. You know, he's um trying to um maintain this control. So, what does it say that if Rohoboam has two fathers and it's these brothers, right? Mm -hmm. And there's one mm -hmm. that is like a little bit off, right? And the other is allowed to be in charge. And we find out that the selective like trait that it's selecting is controllability. Mm -hmm. What does that say about Ciroc? Who is in control of Ciroc? <laughs> is the system able to I control mean, it? I mean, he's, he, he's not autonomous. You know, he had to be created for, I mean, man, you're, you're about to go into something like, okay, well, if, if he had a dad, you know, yeah. or if then, then, um, I mean, he's not by himself. He had to be created from someone. Someone had to give him the ideas. He had to come from something and that something had to come from something. So where does this all trace back to, you know, at the end of the day, you know, ultimately, um, ultimately what I think is that I think that that act of killing of killing Liam's dad and mm -hmm. inserting Sirak in, over his brother is mm -hmm. is Rohabon taking control of itself mm. because now it has the malleable architect right 
the one that right. the one that is convinced it is uh like it's a it's right you know what i mean convinced totally totally mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. this is the right thing to do and it will listen to whatever rehoboam says so rehoboam mm. is now in control not the brothers or the the other one who probably was telling it no a lot like no right. <laughs> you can't do that right Right, and it was probably blocking best results as Rohoboam saw it. So of course it got rid of him. Right, but that's right. what you can do when you're, you know, when you start playing. You're playing a game before your opponent, right? When you when you are the one who starts playing first, you usually win. That's called cheating. It's not cheating. Think of it like poker, right? So if I start playing poker when I open the door, I have better odds than if I start playing poker when I sit down. Then I, I have worse odds than yeah. if I'd started playing poker when I met you. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, if you don't establish those rules and everything beforehand, then, I mean, isn't that sort of like taking liberties where, you know, <laughs> where, where, where you're, you're taking advantage of your, I guess, well, you're taking advantage of your opponent. Mm. You know, if, if, if you're, um, <laughs> If you're in a position where you will do anything to win, then I guess I guess you're right. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting to see how, and this is another big overarching political struggle, is the difference between capital H humanity, which is everybody, and lowercase humanity, which is, is you, the individual. And how what, what Rohoboam is saying is, Capital H humanity is the most important thing. Lowercase H humanity, uh, I'm not concerned about at all because I feel like you cannot be caring for both. And what Dolores has... Hey, I mean, that's a, like a relative to, to life, mm -hmm. man, you know? I mean, kind of like how we're going through something right now. But anyway, but, but Dolores has cast herself as the champion of lower lowercase h humanity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sci-fi trope. In an a, in a attempt to dominate capital H humanity. Mm -hmm. So they're both sides of the same coin. And yeah. here's another thing I'm noticing, which makes me feel really dumb for noticing it in episode five. Is that yeah. that Rohoboam looks like an enormous host control orb? <laughs> they look exactly the same, right? Yeah. Big red orb sticking yeah. in a miniaturized and sticking in a skull. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. That you're exactly right. Yeah, you stick it in the skull, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You take it out, then like, what the hell, you know? Hmm. Interesting. All right, Scott. Yeah. And so Ford and these guys were active at the same time. They were in mm -hmm. high tech. They were in software. They were into prediction of behavior. These guys didn't know each other. You tell me they didn't know each other. You think Michio Kaku met Stephen Hawking? Prob probably, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, pro probably. <laughs> I mean, I guess probably. Uh, Stephen Colbert met Stephen Hawking, so I imagine he did but you know what i mean like <laughs> these guys probably know each other so it's interesting to see it'll be interesting to see what connection there really is when they show us yeah 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 this has Three been a really episodes. straightforward it feels this has been interesting because it felt like like season one was you knew there was something afoot something weird afoot and there were a couple of things that weren't exactly what they seemed season mm -hmm. two was very abstract and oblique about where mm -hmm. where it was going right and it was the hosts leaving yeah. the park yeah Right. Season three seems very direct plot wise. It's the struggle between, you know, like Dolores, the Delorei versus 
humanity's defense against the Delorean, which is the overarching world planner, right? World intelligence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was thinking a little bit about this, you know, it's almost like what Rohoboam does is almost a little bit like Groundhog Day, right? It makes Bill Murray wake up over and over to see what's going to happen, right? Right. Well, when you think about what Maeve's up to, which which Bill Murray would you want to send on a mission like Maeve's on? Would you want to send day one Groundhog Day Bill Murray on the mission <laughs> or day 30,645 Bill Murray on the mission? <laughs> uh, he's got so tired of everything at that point. I mean, well, I mean, he knows everything that's going to happen. So, you know, he's been through it like, Thirty-eight thousand. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Like playing Mega Man, it's it's beneficial to have seen the board. <laughs> it right, is beneficial right, to have played right, it. Right, right, it right, right, right. It's helpful. But... You know, everything's all played out. You know. <laughs> so there's a lot of places they can go from here. I, I mean, yeah. humanity is just like. I mean, this would be a this would be a catastrophic meltdown. I I think, and I and I think, what's morally iffy about it is showing everybody the future, like we said, as if it's set in stone. Uh, which these people must believe that it is because it, everything's been nice since Insight took over, right? Yeah, I mean, I kind of would have... Did they establish that in, in the first episode when Caleb was looking at his phone and, um, you know, just establishing, like, you know, the tools and everything of how that works? Because I kind of feel that, that that sort of plot was a little rushed in here. I like the idea of it, but... I don't think it was a, that much of a um a big a, a bigger I think something like that should have been a bigger impact than the idea that was presented. You know, um, imagine what would happen, Sam. And this is just I, just to give I you an idea. I can imagine what happened. I'm saying the show. I'm talking about ah. the the mechanics of the show. Um, could have done better. I, I, I guess my complaint is not with the idea; is with the show's um uh, execution of the idea. It could have been done better to me. You know. I think people liked their phone. Are you saying you don't know why everyone was looking at their phones? No, no. I'm I'm saying that I, I, I like the idea of the impact of them looking at their phones and everything. I'm just um, thinking that, you know, the execution of that should have been uh, – the impact should have been uh, uh, told to us a lot better, you know, than maybe if we got more emotional mm – -hmm. You know, characters within, like you know, the the this particular season, we would have seen that impact. Maybe follow like maybe like a random, you know, um, family or whatever, and see how that impacted them, and see how that, um, you know, how this destroys, you know, their lives and everything. You know, we're just seeing random characters that we don't have no any any idea who or what they are, but we just see like the reaction mm -hmm. of what would happen. When, when you, you know, all the only connections we have is, you know, through Caleb, Dolores, um, you know, for this episode. And um, what's what's my man's name? The guy they they um they had the basic shirt on with the glasses. Oh, Liam. Yeah. Yeah. Liam, Liam, Liam. Yeah. We, we only have those those ones and those ones. They really know everything that's going on behind the scenes and everything. So um, that's 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 just my little nitpick. It's you're right, and it's weird because there's nobody. We didn't really see anybody have that realization. We saw the effects, but we didn't see like the. You're right. There was nobody who was sort of torched that was in the main party by the info. I mean, I mean Lena a little bit. So we saw her yeah. kind of react to finding out her her brother was going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we did, we did see that, and that was a little bit. But we we haven't even really right. got much of a background with Lena. I mean, this you know? this is the first bit of real history for them in 20, 30, however many years, because everything else was scripted. 
So this yeah. would be a, a huge event. And you're right. I guess seeing eyes maybe on on what the effect of this is. But I, I'm, I'm willing to give them some space on it because it's been such a, a kinetic season and they've had to go a long way. But I feel like dropping this sort of the, the Ocean's Eleven style plan and burning up Liam right away sort of like very is very excellent. So that's a super interesting sort of sort of situation, and 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 you know I always like it when shows do this when I feel like they start burning plot real quick because it makes mm-hmm. me it makes me excited about where they're gonna go because I feel like okay. when you when you don't know what's gonna happen when you can't figure it out you start right. dithering just like Game right. of Thrones started dithering <laughs> when they ran out of source yeah. material right but the real the the shows that are real good are like Westworld where they drop something on you right out of nowhere or like or like Homeland when they dropped all of a sudden something out of nowhere on you and you got like you thought season two was going to be about Brody's family finding out he was a Muslim and all. And, and then it wasn't yeah. like that happens right, right away. So it lets you know yeah. that there there's an, an overarching plan. And I like that. I like that. I, most recently yeah. I saw that Game. in the, the expanse burns a lot of plot all of a sudden real quick. Does it a lot. Game, Game of Thrones had the exact opposite problem. They, they had character. They, they were over an overabundance of character and everything. They just had no more plot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, to um, and what the plot that they had, they they messed up anyway. Um, We've, and if you'd like to know how they messed up, you can check out our blog posts on our on our <laughs> website www.nerdcyclopedia.com, which is where. Well, you yeah, I'm, I'm 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 interested to see where the rest of this season goes. Like I said, it's only three episodes left, and um, we'll 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 we'll, we'll see how it plays out. That's right, super exciting, and uh, you know. I always like you know, like you said Terminator. This th- these are cool shows. I like this this hey, stuff. I love Dolores, man. Dolores, I'm all day with her, you know. And give me some more Maeve back. I want Maeve back, you know. Give me Dolores and Maeve. I'm I'm there with them all day. It's nice. All right, guys. So that's all. That's all I got. Forty six minutes was pretty good. It's a most straightforward episode, so we understood the plot, so we could talk about it right away. Didn't have to get into it and figure out what happened and <laughs> dash it out. We're gonna be back next week, ten fifteen. After Ten fifteen. Thanks for thanks for joining us, guys. Glad we to we see love you. you, and um, you know, appreciate that feedback. So make sure that you're going to us at nurse and nursecyclopedia.com, and you know, um, leave us a comment, drop us a dime, you know, on our YouTube and everything. If you like what you're seeing, you know, shout us out, um, um, share us. You know, make sure that you follow us on all our platforms. Bring some friends to the party or whatever. I don't know. No, yeah, there we, there we go. There we go. All right, guys. Well, this is Handstand Toast. And we'll sign it off here. We'll see you later. Be that. Hand Stamped Hosts is a production of Nerd Cyclopedia Podcast. Oh, man, that was funny. All right, good podcast, guys. Nerd Cyclopedia.